Let's just pray as we start. Father God, thank you and praise you for this morning. Uh, Thank you for the beautiful sunshine. Uh, Thank you for the creation which we can enjoy. We thank you that we can come to your words now and uh, learn uh, more about you. We pray you help us uh, to understand. We pray you help us to go away from here with hearts and minds changed, wanting to love you more and follow you more closely. In your name we pray. Amen. Uh, Brilliant. I've got a number of things and I need some help. So first thing, I need everyone's help. So I'm hoping this has worked. If it's not, then I need no one's help. Uh, So firstly, you should have a wow card if you are a child. If you're an adult, you can just imagine you've got one. Um, So uh, I'm going to say wow a lot in this sermon. Okay, so um, every time I say wow, you've got to listen really carefully and then wave the wow when I say it. Um, it, Don't worry if you miss one because it's going to, yeah, I'm going to say it a lot. So let's just give it a practice. Wow. Hey. Wow, there we go. So perfect. Uh, Next uh, job, I need someone who is very, very, very responsible. Okay, I'm trusting someone like I've never trusted them before in this, at this point. Um, Yes, Martha, thank you. I was hoping you might put up your hand. Uh, so this, um, for those who... I'm going that way. Uh, for those who can't see, uh, this is one of my uh, Warhammer models. Now, you, if you don't know what a Warhammer is, I don't... It, it, so don't laugh. It's good fun. Um, so uh, I have built this myself, um, and I've spent hours. And when I say hours, I genuinely mean hours, okay? Um, at least hours uh, looking after uh, painting this. So if you look after it and just make sure it doesn't get broken for me, okay? Thank you very much. I'll come back to you in a bit. Um, thank you very much indeed. Uh, if it does get broken, don't worry too much. But you know, it, but um, but it, yeah, please don't break it. <laughs> so, <laughs> here we go. Right. So uh, now all that's sorted, we can begin. So I wonder how you feel about God this morning. If you're anything like me, then uh, you don't always have time to, well, life's so busy that you sometimes don't even think about God, let alone how, uh, think about how you feel about him. Uh, well, Josh, uh, my son, loves the moon and the stars, especially likes looking at them. Um, but the problem we have is that we live in a town, if you hadn't uh, noticed, and there's lots of streetlights around, so you can't really get a good view of what the stars and the moon look like. So about a a year ago, we decided uh, that we would go out one night and uh, look at the stars. So we have to drive out of Chesham, so we got in the car and we drove out of Chesham, and the best place we found was Pedna Loop, because there's no streetlights, and it's uh, just, you can, on a clear night, you can see right up, and the stars and the moon are above you. So we we drove out, and we uh, we drove out, and then we parked on the side of the road very responsibly, um, and turned off the lights of our car, and we got out, and then we uh, then we all looked up as a family. We looked up, and Josh's reaction was, "Wow, wow! The stars were so beautiful, and it 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 seems like ages ago that the expanse of the universe was." created. It was just a brilliant uh, moment where you just have this child going, wow. At the, uh, thank you. See, I did tell you I said it a lot. Uh, at the expanse of the universe. Well, you might, uh, if you read, you're listening to the psalm this morning, you might have noticed that the psalmist, David, is in a very similar position. 
So if you haven't got your Bibles with you, don't worry. But if you do, do turn with me to Psalm 8. If you haven't got your Bibles with me, it's okay because it's on the back of the service sheet. So if you've got your service sheet, turn it over and Psalm 8 is on the back. And we're going to have a look at that psalm together this morning. So this psalm is written by King David. He's king in the Old Testament. He's one of the Old Testament kings. But before he was king, David was a shepherd. Now, uh, shepherds look after sheep, and so he'd spend his days uh, in the field with his sheep. And this uh, psalm, you can almost picture David uh, lying on his back, uh, arms behind his head, looking up at the stars uh, one night. And his reaction was a reaction the same as Josh's. It was, this is brilliant. No, sorry, it's wow. (laughs) It's just Wow, the stars are so amazing, but it's more than that. It's God is so amazing because God is the one who created them. So this morning, we are going to see two wows. First wow is wow, I did say a lot, look at God's creation. Uh, Wow, look at humanity. Look at God's creation and look at humanity. So first one, wow, wow, look at God's creation creation. There was two wows in there, so yeah, there we go. You're all paying attention. Uh, it says uh, this in verse 1, O Lord, how majestic is your name. You have set your glory above the heavens. I wonder, when was the last time you actually stopped and spent some time looking up at the stars above you? It's a really good idea to do because it's, um, you just get a, a scale of how massive the universe is. Uh, did you know that the, our planet is one of 100 billion stars in the galaxy which we are part of, which is called the Milky Way? 100 billion stars in one galaxy. Did you know that there are over 200 billion galaxies in the known universe? Um, That means, if you do your maths, any mathematicians will correct me here, but if you do your maths correctly, that means there is more stars in the known universe than there is sand on the entirety of planet Earth. Okay? So, what you need to do is, next time you go to a beach holiday, okay, go and pick up, if you can, a single grain of sand and put it on your hand. That single grain of sand represents one star in the known universe. You're all looking at me a little bit blankly, okay? So let me try and explain it a bit more. Um, Some of you, or I'm sure lots of you, will play golf. So I have a trusty golf ball here. Um, So for the remainder of this next five minutes or so, um, the Earth is going to be the size of a golf ball, okay? So you need to have a really good look at it because somewhere on this golf ball is you sitting in church listening to me. Okay, so you got it? Right, so Earth is the size of a golf ball. Now, unfortunately, this... Uh, I can put it there. Yes! Ha-ha! So we can put it there. So Earth is the size of a golf ball. Now, let's have a look at how big the universe is. So I need another volunteer. Um, ah, Sam. I hope, so again, I was hoping you would say that. Right, so come with me, Sam. Okay, so uh, this is a marble. Now, if uh, the Earth were the size of a golf ball, the moon would be the size of a marble. If you hold that... And hold that. Okay, and come a bit closer, a bit closer, a bit closer. Okay, so if the Earth were the size of a golf ball, a bit closer. Perfect. The moon would be that distance away. Wah! Losing the golf ball. 
Okay, the moon would be that far away. That's about a meter and a half-ish, okay? That's how far the moon would be away. Let's get bigger, because um, going small is boring. Uh, if you, you can give me the marble back, but you can keep the end of the tape measure. If you go that way, keep going, 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 stop! Okay, um, if the Earth were the size of a golf ball, the sun would be that big, 4.6 meters in diameter. The Earth is the size of a golf ball. The sun is this big. Can you see yourself on it? You're sitting in church listening to me this morning talking. Can you see yourself on it? How big is the universe if this is the size of the sun? We're going to go bigger. Thank you, Sam. You can have a seat now. Thank you very much indeed. We're going to go bigger because bigger is better and bigger is fun. Uh, so let's go bigger. The Earth is the size of a golf ball. The sun is 15, me uh, 15 feet or 4.6 meters in diameter. And if you didn't know, it's 500 meters away, by the way, uh, which is the other side of Lowndes Park, um, just in case you weren't aware of that. Let's go bigger. Neptune, which is the eighth planet in uh, our solar system, remember, the Earth is the size of a golf ball, is 15 kilometers away. Okay? Voyager 1, which is the uh, furthest known uh, man-made object from the planet, is 17 kilometers away, which if you don't know how far that is, that's Beaconsfield. Remember, the Earth is the size of a golf ball. We're going bigger, though, so uh, hold, on to your, hold on to your trousers. Um, the biggest... <laughs> The biggest star in the known universe, or one of the biggest stars in the known universe, when I looked up these facts the other day, uh, is called Canis Majoris. Now, if you have heard this before, um, I'm sorry, but I love it, because this blew my mind when I first heard this fact. The Earth is the size of a golf ball. Canis Majoris is the size of Mount Everest. Now, if you don't know how big that is, that is six miles high. Yeah? The Earth is the size of a golf ball, and you are sitting here listening to me talking this morning, and there you are on it, six miles high. Maybe you're not quite getting the scale of this, so what you need to do is go to Nepal, I think. Go to Nepal. Uh, don't forget to put your golf ball down at the beginning. Climb Mount Everest. Get your binoculars out. Hope you brought them. Uh, look down, and then you can see the size of the golf ball in comparison to the size of Mount Everest, and there you are sitting on it, this morning, listening to me talking. That is how big the star is, but we're going to go bigger because bigger is better. So let's think about the size of the Milky Way galaxy. Okay, Just one galaxy, remember, in amidst 200 billion galaxies in the known universe, that so Earth is the size of a golf ball. Do you know how big the Milky Way galaxy would be in comparison? 3.8 billion kilometers. 3.8 billion kilometers, that's a really big number. So if you can't get your head around that, okay, let me try and help you. Um, you know you go to, go, if you can travel around the world on, a, on an airplane, yeah? It takes you about 24 hours to go around the world-ish, okay? You know you'd have to go around the world 244,000 times to get that big, 3.8 billion kilometers. But that is not how big we're going to go this morning. You know the size of the actual known universe? I can't even, I, I, I couldn't get this number, and I'm, so if you can, brilliant. But it's, if the Earth were the size of a golf ball, the known universe is 300 light years in diameter. The Earth is the size of a golf ball, and you are sitting on it listening to me here this morning on a bright sunny day in church. 
That is how big the known universe is. That is how massive our, uh, our universe in which we inhabit is. And then we think God created this known universe. How big must God be to have created something that big that we can't even imagine the size of it? How big must God be? David is lying on his back in the fields and David says, wow. Hey, paying attention. Wow. God is massive. God is amazing. And God is worthy of our worship. Do you know how, um, do you know how the, what the Bible says about how God created the universe? It says in Genesis, uh, you, can turn with, uh, you can turn later, um, it said, God said, and the universe was created. God is so big, so massive, that God spoke the universe into creation. God spoke a star so big, it's six miles high when the earth is the size of a golf ball. How big must God be? How massive must he be to have created the whole universe with just speaking? I wonder how you feel about God this morning. When you look around the universe, when you look around creation, you see the sheer scale of it, the perfect precision of creation. David's reaction is, wow, what's your reaction? God is amazing. God is amazing because look at creation. Well, we come to our second uh, wow, and the second wow is wow, there's three in a row, uh, look at me and you, look at humanity. Verses uh, three to five say this, when I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honour. One of my favourite things to do is to go walking in the hills. I love going walking because the views from the hills are beautiful. They are stunning. And it reminds me how small humanity really is. The earth is so small in comparison to the size and scale of the universe. And we are so small in comparison to the size of the earth. Did you know, more facts I'm afraid. Did you know that there are 7.6 billion people on this planet? Did you know that those 7.6 billion people share this planet with 8.6 billion other species of animals or living things? The psalmist says, rightly, what is humanity? What am I, little old me, in comparison to the extent of the creation around us? What am I in comparison to the creation of the universe? that God cares about me. If God is so big to make the whole universe with just his words, how can he, can he even see me, let alone care about me? Uh, verses five and six uh, say, we are so small, we don't live in heaven like the angels do, and yet the psalmist says, God has crowned us with glory. God has made us ruler over the, over the planet. Humanity is so small, so insignificant in comparison to God, but by serving God, we are raised up into this amazing position of privilege. 
Let's just stop for one second. Wow. Hey, some people are paying attention. Not only is God so big and so amazing, he created the whole universe and me and you, but he's also so amazing because he cares about each one of us, that he gives us a job to do, to rule over the work of his hands. Now, where's Martha? She's still there. Here we go. Right, have you looked after my model? Perfect. And it's still in one piece. Well done. Thank you very much indeed. Well done. So, you got my model. I asked uh, Martha to uh, look after my model. She was given responsibility for caring for something that I had created, that I'd spent hours looking uh, after, making sure that every uh, brushstroke was where I wanted it. It's not broken. Like I gave responsibility to Martha to look after my model, God gives us responsibility for his creation. He created it with his words, And he turns around and says to each one of us, right, I want you to look after it now. You know how that makes me feel, how that should make us feel? That should make us feel special and loved. God wants to use us to look after his things. Wow. Only a few of you. Come on, pay attention. So uh, the question is, how can we look after God's creation? Well, maybe we can use uh, greater, we can make make use of uh, better, cleaner energy. Uh, Maybe we can try and look after the animals, look after their homes. Maybe we can uh, reuse and recycle instead of just throwing stuff away. There are so many ways we can make a difference. The amazing thing is we are given the opportunity to serve God by looking after his creation. David says, wow, but why why does God love us so much that we can serve him? Why does God love us so much? The answer is because he created us. We live in a world in which we are often way too busy to stop and look around us. But when we do, David encourages us and shows us we should just say, wow. And we should say, thank you. Thank you, God, for this amazing creation. Uh, Wow, God, you are so powerful, so brilliant, uh, so amazing that you created this. Thank you and wow that we get to serve you by looking after your creation, by working in his image like God. When we see the creation around us, when we have that attitude When we have that thankfulness, we can join in with David in this psalm by ending it saying, Lord God, you really are majestic. I started this sermon by asking you, how do you feel about God? I will end it by saying, how do you feel about God, the author of creation, who gives us responsibility to care for his things. Let me pray as we finish. Father God, we thank you and we praise you for your awesome creation. When we look around at the the trees, the planets, the stars, we can just say, wow, you are amazing. 
And we thank you so much that you give us the opportunity to serve you, to look after your creation, to act like you in your image as we go about caring for your planet. We pray, help us to be good representatives of you. Help us to be good witnesses of you as we go about looking after this creation, this amazing creation which we, uh, which we have. And help us to point to you in everything we do and say and think. In your name we pray. Amen.